Welcome to Beyond the Beats. My name is Samir Singal. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our fourth artist spotlight. We are very, very, very stoked to have Gurf on the show. He hails from the Baltimore, Maryland area. He runs a, a music group called Partica Music Group with one of his friends and and co-founders run it uh but this guy has such a great story and you're going to hear a lot more about his roots what he's doing and just one of my favorite parts about this is going to be the fact that he runs such a great community through his artist group that fosters a place of culture and sharing we talked about him a little bit in episode 18 and really really we are so thankful to have gurf on the show with us so real quick gurf What's up, dude? Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Beats for this Artist Spotlight. How you doing, man? Yo, I'm good. How are you guys? I um, I'm stoked to be here, dude. This is my first ever like podcast interview, so I'm hyped. We are honored, dude. We are honored to kind of be the ones to host your first audio interview, and of course, we also got my main man Alec Prieto in San Francisco. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I mean, this is this is something I know that you and I have been talking about for for a little while now, for a few weeks, and we're just really excited to uh, to go off to be able to have this chance to talk with you, man. Like, I mean, you're doing some really crazy things out there. So why don't we start with that? Like, tell us a little bit about what you're currently working on. Do you have any, you know, projects in the pipeline? Just give us an overview of what you're doing because I know that you're doing a lot right now. Yo, yes, dude. Just honestly, right now, just a lot of music um, and YouTube videos, um, working on tutorials and and different videos and stuff for my Instagram, uh, making a lot of beats. I, um... I just put out a track the other day with my boy Too Much um, and like, you know, lots of fun stuff. And you just released a a remix very recently, right? Yeah, I did release a remix with my boy Bad Habit. Um, It's a remix of a Run It tune, actually. It's fucking crazy. Uh, um, Yeah, bro. Listeners, definitely take a listen to this. You're going to love it. And then, uh, obviously, dude, I think the track that really like was like I need to I need to feature this guy on Beyond the Beats Redemption that you did with Run It, who we yeah. had also previously featured on the show as well. Listeners, if you don't remember, here's what that one sounds like. And then finally, uh, I, the, one of the tracks that you have been telling me that uh, is consistently still getting a lot of attention is uh, is Hit 'Em With a, right? Yeah, that's the one track from my page that just like keeps getting love. Like eight months later, it's just like still getting some consistent love. So <laughs> that definitely feels good. Listeners, and make sure you check this one out as well. man i mean dude let let me ask you like how did you where did you begin like where did you start in producing music in general and how did you kind of get into what you're calling experimental trap today dude i don't know like it happened weirdly um just over time i guess my taste just evolved like 
like I used to be really into making hip hop beats and making like stupid hip hop beats for my friends and like like none of it was good. This was in high school. Like I was terrible. Um, we all were, but we were just making music just to fuck around and just have a good time. And so I was really into hip hop back then. And then I don't know as as time went on. I, I remember I took a long break from it a while for a while and. And then, like, after eight or nine months, I came back and, like, EDM was starting to become more mainstream. But there was, like, this weird underground side of, like, trap music that, like, I really appreciated. Because it was just, like, a really, like, like almost mischievous take on, like, the mainstream big room trap stuff. Um, and that just drew me in. That drew me in quick. Like, ever since I heard... Um, like artists like Quicks and Carmack and th- you know things of that nature, I uh, dude, I was just hooked, hooked in this weird sector of bass music <laughs> that we call like experimental trap or or whatever we call it. Who are some of the I say on the trap side? Who are some of the trap artists that really uh, inspired you? Do you do you like people like Uzi or Mr. Carmack that type of yes. stuff? Stucky all Sound. Of- do you know Stucky Sound? Yeah. yeah. All right. Definitely Stucky Sound. Yo, all of like. Literally all of those guys are actually sick. Like Quicks, Carmack, um, Troy Boy is another one that's huge for me. Troy Boy is like one of my biggest influences. I love that guy. Um, um, Sam Galatri is like another one, like on the more future-based melodic side of things. Um, yeah, like lots of those melodic future-based guys are cool too. Like I really like Swindale. I remember he was really popular. Like how like. Uh, not even like future based, but more like melodic kind of trap music. Um, yeah, that stuff is like that's definitely what gets me the most. Girl, I mean, I'm just like you know, Alec and I are truly like blown away. Like you've just had so many, so many successes here so far. But I, and I know it's taken a lot of time to get there. And you know, I'm very interested to hear any tips that you might have for folks who want to get their sound out there more for people who just want to take it to that next level and, you know, do what you're doing, opening up for these big acts at iconic venues in the area that you're in. Well, yeah, I'll say this. If you want to open for like your local shows and stuff, you know, that's, that's very feasible. Even if you're not like a super, super crazy good producer, um, you just need to work on making a connection with like the local, you know, the local promotion company. And you can do that a, a vast majority of ways. Like you could, you know, promote for them or do work for them for a little while to get, get into the door, or, um, you know, get together like an EPK and send it to them with like a, a demo mix, you know, and just reach out to them. Um, and that's easy, but honestly, I think my number one biggest piece of advice, like even to go with that and even further than that, is just like, be a fucking human, like Jesus, you know, stop spamming people, stop expecting people to want to like listen to your music without you putting in like the, the promotional efforts, you know, or, or making connections genuinely, you know, that's the biggest thing, like just be a human in, in every situation, um, when you're connecting with like another producer or an artist or a curator or, you know, just somebody that's going to help you further your career, be aware that you have to give value to them too. You know, they're not just like a leg up for you for your career. So make sure that you're giving value to people first and that you're being like selfless about it, you know, and don't just give to, to get back either. Like, 
provide value to people and then i think they uh they'll return return the favor to you and help you out you know i think it's i think karma is a real thing honestly out here don't worry about like you know chasing the numbers and getting all hyped up about your instagram count and shit like that but worry about what your followers want and how you can actually like help them and um let them know that you like are really skilled too and like share your talents with them right for sure so don't necessarily like chase clout but instead just be yourself and be a normal human being and show that like yeah you're you're a talented artist but at the same time you're also a person who does their job well yeah no that's definitely the biggest thing like being genuine is, is huge too because like you know if you're selling yourself and your brand as like a business like people want to trust you and they know when you're being inauthentic like it's pretty easy to tell when someone's a bullshitter um so like when you be your full self and you're not like forcing it and you're just doing you then like it's easy for people to fall in love with you and like you want people to trust you whether it's your 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 fan base listening to your music and expecting a certain sound or whether it's even the promotional company that knows what type of music you play and like how you are as a DJ and what you can do. And, um, you know, they book you for that reason. That way they don't put you in like a situation where you're like a random, uh, trap kid on like a house lineup or like whatever it is, you know, like if your brand is clear, then you'll find yourself being booked in more situations that like fit you, you know, have you ever had a crowd where you're like, all right, I think this is what they want to hear. And then you you start to play tracks like that. Like, let's just say it's because of the rest of the bill. And you're like, okay, these, pe- these people are probably here for, like, trap. Or, like, these people yeah. are probably here for some harder bass music. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a crowd like that where you started playing those sorts of tunes during your opening set? But then you, like, you, you realize, like, okay, maybe this is not the best sound. And you try to take a risk and change it up. Like, what what was – do you, have you had an experience um, like that before? Yeah, I've definitely I, – I definitely have had experiences like that. Um, In the times that it has happened like that – um. I try to change my set as much as I can on the fly and and work with them. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, like you have to be an opener, so you have to be like aware of of not getting the crowd too hyped up too early. And right. sometimes on these like big dubstep shows, for example, I go in there playing like minimalistic type of stuff, and they just want to rage, and I'm just yeah. like not in the position to give them that experience because it's you know it's ten thirty, wow. and and I'm the local guy. <laughs> And I have a job to do, you know, like what's tough. It is wow, that's yeah, that is super tough. tough. It, it is tough. And it's um, it takes a seasoned DJ to be able to control the crowd like that. Like anybody could just like, you know, get their songs together on record box and set cue points and then get up there and just like play them all the way through because they planned it. You know, yeah, like right. anybody can do that. Really? That's by my definition. That's not even DJing because DJing involves yeah. reading people. Mm. Right. So that's so, but that's so interesting, man. That like you know, I think that's the first time when we talk to an artist that they've really made that distinction, right, between being booked as a DJ and then being booked as an artist. Mm-hmm. I, that's really fascinating. Like total difference. So thank you for like clarifying that. That's really interesting. And um, so, how, well, how what steps are you taking to be booked as more of an artist? Since I know that that's really the direction that you want to be headed. Well, um, the biggest step that I'm taking right now, and it's also the part that I lo- than I know the least about. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I've technically I've achieved more success as a DJ than like a producer, just because like just just because of uh, I don't know, just because of the routes are different. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But basically, to answer your question, I just put out music, like put out music that people like and connect with other artists and DJs and curators through the Internet um, and just become well known. Like I, I use the analogy a lot that um, it's kind of like a lunch table and like you can't just like <laughs> walk up to the lunch table the first day and expect everybody to like be your friend. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's that's uh, all that like that's yeah. a great analogy you gotta <laughs> yeah you gotta like show up and, and and be nice to people and ask what you can do for them and you know maybe if they like you and think that you are are an addition to the lunch table then then you'll uh you'll do all right but but yeah so that's my biggest advice is just um work on those connections and realize that you can do that yourself like right. just through the internet, hmm. it's it's 2019, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got all this. That's so interesting, right? Like, so when you got booked by like Quicks and stuff, right? We're talking about those connections. D- did you like say, "Hey, check out my music," or, or what's going on there? Because I feel like that's such a prime opportunity to get some bigger people to like be like, "This kid's got talent." Yeah. Well, every yeah. Just to kind of back up on what I said earlier, because it, it you know. There is two sides to every every coin. Um, it, it those local shows, even though I said that they won't get you to big festivals, they can help you gain fans one at a time. You know, right, right, um, which is like really, really useful. And it's a long term game. You know, building enough fans to like be able to sustain yourself. Um, but your question about like getting booked is it's I didn't necessarily get booked by Quix or Quix's management even like mm-hmm. it's more of um it's the promoter who's throwing the show in the area. Um, this particular promoter promoter is um, Club Glow. Uh, they do a lot of like really really large shows. Um, they work like exclusively with Echo Stage. Uh, not exclusively, I'm sorry, but they work a lot with Echo Stage. So, so I just I have a good connection with them, um, and there's individuals like within the organization that I'm that I'm I'm close with that uh, just like on a professional standpoint, just that I know as contacts, um, right? But so yeah, it's more their decision to book me. It's it's not not so much quicks. No, and, and totally. It was just like I was wondering more is like, are you tempted to when you know that you're opening for him, regardless of whether oh. he you or not? Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, like more bad. like it must be like no, it's all good. But no, I think that's actually useful for a lot of our listeners to kind of understand how all this stuff works, right? Because you go to a club, like <laughs> yeah. no, seriously, like you know, until I started doing this podcast, like until I started doing this podcast, you know, I never really understood how all this stuff starts working you know and so mm-hmm. and even what you're telling me is just you know we're, we're learning even more just Sabrina and I are learning Absolutely. so much about the the industry it's awesome so don't apologize for that not at all oh, that was yeah. an awesome explanation but um but know. yeah like are you ever <laughs> yeah exactly man yeah. Uh, this is an educational podcast man. We, you know we, we educate people <laughs> it's a documentary right? I'm gonna, gonna recategorize this podcast <laughs> we're providing value that's what we're doing no. yes um, that's my main it, goal always dead ass no, go on. Tell Provide value, then. bro. Like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, because like literally any in any situation too. Because like that's because uh, how do I say this delicately? If 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 you just put if you just make shit because you you make it or you just DJ places because you like it or what whatever and it's all about you. Like it's it's self centered. You have to understand that like somebody's paying for your service as like a vibe provider. You know what I mean? Mm. Hmm. So it's like, yeah. so think about that. Like, it's just a more like provide value in that situation. Um, e- even online, like for example, with people's Instagram feeds, like I think about this a lot. Like everybody's just posting pictures of themselves or, or show flyers or little show recaps. And like, that's cute. That's great. But like, 
give people something that might help them, whether it's like entertainment in like one moment or like a laugh or like a small pro tip like we're talking about now, these little things about the industry that, that might help somebody. That's my goal always. Number one thing. Yeah, dude, it, it's it's wow. so interesting that you bring that up, right? Because one of the things that has really, really like that really just made me want to get you onto the show because we just need to hear more about this is Partica. And yes. what I love that you're doing about it, and I think I said this uh, earlier in this episode and also in episode 18, is that you basically, when you release a track on the Partica Artist Group that you run with Run It, you release a track for free, which is awesome. But also at the same time, you provide some of the samples and some of the stems to the song as well, which is massive. Yes. So what was your motivation behind that, dude? We, I just think that's such a great thing you know what um i, I gotta give credit to my man's nick um run it his name's also nick we're both nick yeah oh, um, i love that yeah. it's squared over here <laughs> it's just love that. always a mix-up but it's totally straight um yeah uh it's it was his idea for the most part um he even originally just wanted to like put the stems out with every track because that's what he does on on his music i think partially because yes produ- that's right yeah because people because you know because it, it can get extra downloads and people like that but also because he wanted to encourage people like to remix his shit because i mean for one as a artist it's amazing to watch other people or to hear other people remix your stuff i mean that's just like a super super fun thing for creative reasons but other than that you know it's just the the whole like encouraging encouraging somebody to express themselves in an avenue that they might not already have i mean you can hear one sample and it can just bring you off on a tangent in the in the in the in your music program you know and right and it can totally you know you could build a whole track around one sound so the more that we can do that is the better i think is is kind of the uh the the logic there for us right and and so tell me about like partica like what made you guys want to start it you know what um what and what's next for partica as well i I just i do i just love it and i I just (laughs) want to hear a to z and even beyond Z, you know, like no, I what, it, man. how did it kind of start and where are you guys going next with it and what's going on with um, it right now? Well, yeah, like it definitely started because um, kind of like what we said, like we, we wanted to be the one or uh, the one collective that was encouraging that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's always uh, what's the word? I don't know if it's intended, but I think sometimes with certain collectives in, in our little sphere of uh, experimental bass music. Um, there's this vibe of like exclusivity, um, which is cool, but like, I don't know, we kind of wanted to focus on inclusivity and kind of encouraging everybody that they can do exactly what we're doing. So therefore it's not really a big deal for us if we give away the, the, the individual elements of the stems. In fact, it makes, it makes us excited because, because somebody could like then take that and and flip it and and maybe make something like like they heard, you know, and being able to ex- express right. themselves in that way. There's there's no need to have this sort of like magician's approach where it's like, "Ooh, how did I do that?" Like, "Nah, bro, we'll show you. Here's the samples. We'll even tell you 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 have a track you made. We'll send it to us. We'll tell you what how to maybe help and 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 give feedback and all that." Like, we're trying to get rid of that that veil, you know. Yeah. 
Absolutely fucking love that. And uh, like, what's what's next? Like, do you guys have any big plans for Partica that's um, in the pipeline? Are you able to share anything with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, we have a project coming out with another collective um, called Myopic Sounds. Um, they're like, hmm. I, I always just describe them to people as, as West Coast Partica, but um, they are kind of just like us. They don't give away the samples or anything, but they're just like really, really cool. We 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 like their vision a lot and and their sound and. We kind of um, debuted our. We, we we entered the SoundCloud scene in the in the same way. We just like said fuck it and released a massive compilation just like off the bat with like fifteen yeah. songs. Um, and theirs was really cool. And so you know we we got in contact with them and then wanted to do a collaboration project. Um, so it's going to be a small EP. It's probably going to come out in like July, like mid to late July. Um, the interesting thing about it is like it's all collabs it's five tracks where we took um five partica partica crew members and five myopic crew members and just forced them to collab with each other um dude love that love that have you heard any of the uh polished projects products yet and uh what does it sound like are you finding that the sounds mesh well together and what are you stoked about from from yeah. that project i'm finding that it worked like insanely better than i thought it would um nice like i love all the tracks i have one on there that's the um well actually we'll be able to hear it in a little bit if you want that's the um the collab yes. with zcr what, what do you and what are you calling this collab uh it's called fight awesome listeners we have an exclusive preview. Thank you to Gur for allowing us to preview this track. Let's get it. Let's get it, baby. It's called Fight. Take a listen. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, tell me about the writing process, like with, with ZCR on this track, and like the other tracks that are coming out of this this project, this project here. Um, this is interesting. Um, part of my uh, my approach to collabs nowadays is, I mean, if the person has a project for me to work on, then hell yeah, I'll put my spin on their project. But if it's me starting out, then my goal is to just imitate them just like to try to like do what they do but just do it my way and that's kind of how this track started like i was just listening to a bunch of zcr beats and i was like yeah he's on that like slow wonky trap shit um and i felt like i could do some sound design stuff that that was you know inspired by him so that's what i did is i built like the first little section and then um or the first like yeah the first whole drop and the intro and then I sent it to him and he finished it out and like added some things and like we both tweaked the mix a little bit. But it was just two sessions. Just I, I had it for a day and then he had it for a day. Like it, it was one of those things that it, it, we wrapped it up quick. And, and that's I think nice. That's how the best stuff happens, honestly, in my opinion. That, that's fantastic. And and so just interested to hear a little bit more about Partica. Like, are you maybe planning to throw any shows for, for Partica, Sh- spotlighting any of the, yeah. the talent? No, we, we are. Um, we definitely are. Uh, you know, it's it's an interesting thing. Throwing shows is is kind of uh, it's an unpredictable game. Um, yeah. But so we've been like on and off with different venues about uh, talking about it. Um, we probably are going to get something together. 
um, in the next couple months, but I don't know enough short details to like confidently say anything. Sure. Uh, no problem. What I do know is we're absolutely trying to have it happen. I mean, like the long term goal, like what would just if I had to write, you know, if I could write my own story, it would be Partica takeovers at like major festivals mm. someday. You know, yeah. Like even if it's like a small block of like three or four sets, but just like I just want Squad on a lineup, man. <laughs> I think that's so cool, man. Like I love that. I love that vision. You know, I don't feel. I feel like there's not too too many artists who like you clearly have like a vision forward right you're not just uh, producing music you've got something like greater than that that you want to do so is that kind of like your ultimate goal is to really make you know make this make this a thing like have those takeovers yeah i mean i don't know if like the takeover itself is uh yeah i mean yeah we could say that's my current goal i mean um it's mm-hmm. one of my goals i think um i definitely want to grow as an artist myself but partica is right now it's it's ahead in the queue like it Mm -hmm. um it's my priority right now and i've just i've just you know just because i don't know it's better doing things for other people and helping other people succeed well i feel like it's going to help you out right like long term it's actually going to come back and help you out because you were talking about building those connections as relationships and this is like probably the best way to do it is like you know by doing this and then also building up your music at the same time like dude this is i could just see some like really cool things happening oh man this is i'm excited to see it i I appreciate it no you're absolutely right though um and it's it's kind of it's kind of funny how that works like you 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 put a lot of time and effort into something that's going to help other people for other people not expecting you're going to get anything back but then that's when the most good happens to you you know it's just when you're genuinely trying to put good into the world so I think that has helped. I mean, it's helped a lot. Like I know it's helped me and run it grow a lot recently as it is. Um, I didn't expect to be growing with Partica as much as I thought maybe one would go. And then I drag the other one up, you know, either I blow mm-hmm. up and then I can bring Partica with me or vice versa. Um, right. But it's, it's, it's nice to see just like a steady trickling in of support over time that, is is pretty like correlated um so it's interesting yeah, i think that's so cool that it, when it, it's the same time right like it's might you both are like you know it's both Podica and yourself as an artist are, co- are coming up that's pretty cool one helping the other um as well as just helping a bunch of other people too right like it's not just right you. And, and that's just really refreshing to hear man like you know we samir and i uh have really talked about especially in the last few episodes that there's you know the over, overall vibe of the you know electronic music industry and just the genre as a as a whole is there's a lot of great to it but there's just these little things that need to be sorted and something that we've identified and seen is that just some some of the vibes with this where people just are being maybe a little bit selfish a little bit you know not it's not about helping others the music is just for like them but it's really nice to see that you know the next wave of artists such as yourself are really focused on that collaboration piece and helping others man so yeah seriously like this is just so awesome and, and refreshing to hear yeah i appreciate it man i want to i want to give a quick shout out because this is just this just came up on my mind right now um i don't know you guys know luchi have you heard of luchi he, how do you oh, spell that uh l-u-c-c-h-i-i i think i think i think i may have seen it but i'm not sure you probably i don't think i do yeah you probably you may have heard him on on soundcloud he's he's really dope he's like a trap trap hybrid trap guy um he you know he said something on facebook recently that really or you know within the last couple months that that kind of got me thinking um 
it's like why do you always see these guys that are doing really really well why do they always have such a solid crew like you got djs that are friends with each other on a high level and you think what what do djs just like get famous and then become friends and it's like no man like (laughs) (laughs) these people have been grinding together since before they were famous you know what i mean like 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 nightmare and slander were way close like before they got big like like they they met at like i think they met at icon or something i don't remember but like the point is that they like they you know you grow together and that forms something so big and i think in two or three years if things go our way people will be like girth and run it like how are these guys like great friends like zcr rafter all these guys how are they all like homies and it's because like we've been homies from day one like before the before like our shit got big right so, right so- oh, that's such a good point because you really do only see that like snapshot right when someone's famous you know even just you know whether it's on social media or whatever as a, as a edm consumer you only see that you know their fame piece right but not everything that was leading right. up to it right and that's so cool it, you know man it's kind of you know it's parker is kind of reminding me a bit of brownies and lemonade Samir, do you know oh. what i mean yeah yeah totally dog <laughs> like it just in terms of the vibe man like you know that i mean i think you guys actually are probably more collaborative than they are i mean just releasing the stems everything like that is just super cool but just that kind of like you know let's build ourselves up but let's build that community of djs then you start building that you know community of followers and you just rise up to fame together right. and then hell man like it's it's you you're following the right path it seems like it seems like this works yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, I'll tell you in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll, totally we'll, we'll do this interview again in a few, a couple of years, and we'll, we'll see what goes on. Absolutely, I'll put it in the calendar right now. Yo, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> can you send me over a calendar invite? I'll put in the dial, the dial <laughs> for two years from now. Right. Um, <laughs> That's great. But dude, also like you know, it, it, when when the show for Partica comes out, please let us know because uh, like uh, Alec is on the West Coast. It'd be dope if he was able to come out, but I'm on the East Coast here, dude. So I would love to like oh, drive wow. down to the DC area and. Or, or Maryland area and just, just check you guys out, man. That'd be incredible. That, I think it's just so great. Of course, of course. Dude. Yeah, like anything we could do to support, man, just overall, seriously, like anything. Like, you know, this is yeah. part of the reason why uh, we also wanted you on is I think we, we have very similar mentalities, right? I think Partica as well as, you know, Beyond the Beats, what we're making here, it's a very similar mentality and I, we would love to help out in, in, in any way we can and it's not just limited to you, man. It's like seriously, anybody oh. that you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's work together Thank on you. this. Yeah. This is so cool. I appreciate it. Well, the one thing I'm, I'm 100% going to do is show um, all of them this. Um and oh, just, thank you, dude. Yeah, oh, oh, well, man, that's awesome. Like, not just because I'm on it. I mean, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll show them after like, <laughs> yeah, like, this comes out. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, like, um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely show them, and I'll, uh, I'll send you guys some, uh, you know, some, some of the roster homies that I think are, um, please, are doing well too. Yes, and, please. You know, if you like that stuff, then we'll see what happens. No, we we always love when people suggest like new music to us, and it just any any time any new artist that you think that you know that we should keep an eye on please let us know oh, like, yes. we'll definitely definitely check them out yeah um, what are you guys listening to like now like what's the what what oh, have you guys dude, been I'm all over the place because i'm always <laughs> oh, enjoying yeah. your like artists to watch uh oh, recommendations i oh, saw I quiet I'm, i've always kind of known of quiet bison but like on the birdie episode oh my you God. pointed him out and i was like my guy knows what's good just all his tracks are so yes. fucking good dude oh my god i couldn't believe it 
when I was listening to um, I think I was listening to Silk, right? Yeah, Silk. <laughs> I was yeah, just like, holy so shit, incredible. this kid is going places, man. Seriously, absolutely. Uh, well, but, and I love been... too. Also, like, I'm sorry, sorry, but I just no, like, bring up. I remember just on our, on our Instagram. I think it was so one of the artists we were watching from before when we talked that you know said Gurf was going to come on the show, right? You know, he was commenting on on the in the comment section about. It. I thought that was really neat. You know that everybody's kind of like getting exposed to each other too, um, because our, yeah. our music taste is really kind of far and wide and, and, right. and very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's funny that we had this interview because this week I've literally been going through um, Uzi's playlist on Spotify, oh which God. is like trap essentials, yeah, and just going through <laughs> all of those. I'm not kidding. That's why I brought it up. I was like, shit, this is exactly. I was like, I love this. This is right what I've been listening to this week. Swear on my life, you can ask my girlfriend. She's been annoyed because <laughs> I've been blasting it at all hours of the night. But yeah, man, like that's kind of like what we're listening I to love right that now. Shit. Uzi playlist is super sick. Um, Run it hit me up recently. I think what I think his track with Clave was in it, and we were like, Yeah, super it, it, nice. It was that's right, God. Yeah, like it's definitely pretty cool to see that. Hey, I mean, if you guys have any like public playlists with like songs that you're inspired to, send them over, man. We'd yeah, love to listen we do. To it. I uh, I just kind of started, I'm trying to get more into the Spotify game, like, I've been hard in the SoundCloud marketing world, just trying to figure out all that, and right. now I'm trying to, I'm a little bit late to the game, obviously. Um, but I'm really trying to get a better understanding of, of Spotify. And so we started, um, we didn't do this because of Spotify, but we had a playlist series on SoundCloud for Partica called Weekly Gas. Um, and we moved it over to Spotify now. So, nice. so yeah, I'll send you the link, but there's definitely some, some cool shit in there for sure. Please do. And then, yeah, that, that would be awesome. Yeah. As I said, as I said before, man, like anything we can do to help, like we would be very much happy to, cause we're, we're digging yeah. what you're doing and we want to help you guys, you know, as much as we can get to the top. Cause I Appreciate think it's really that, cool. man. Seriously. And, uh, Gurf, dude, we just gotta know, you know, I mean, 2019 is halfway over. What is left for you? Like, well, like, what are you doing next? What is on your radar? What's on the plate? What's going on even beyond 2019? Like man. what is going on with Gurf and Partica? Like I, I know we talked a lot about Partica, but if there's anything else you feel like you need to mention, it just what's what's the future looking like for you, man? Yeah, dude, I, I honestly don't really know. Like, um, I think for a while, like, and I know I, I kind of touched on this earlier, but like Partica is going to be my focus for a little while. So I'm still going to do do uh, Gurf tunes. You know, I'm still be putting Gurf tunes out, but um, I might do it a little slower than I usually do. Um, I'm kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like vibing on just the idea of being like the collab and remix guy for a little while. Um, yeah. So, nice. so we'll see. I mean, I'm, I definitely have like, you know, cause, cause, cause I have collabs and remixes like in the works, but um, as far as my long-term plan, honestly, it kind of has a little bit less to do with my SoundCloud growth and stuff as it has to do with like my freelance work and my, um, my uh, like my beat sales and stuff. Um, cause I, right. cause I sell beats and, and do like audio editing and mix downs and, and mastering and, and stuff on the side for, for money. But, um, you know, I've been out of school for a little while now and, uh, I've just been really, really just wanting to kind of be my own boss and, 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 and focus on making more money, um, through my own music. So really that's going to be in my focus, like getting my beat store set up properly and, um, just like working more one-on-one with individual clients like like I, i've been doing that a little bit recently too just working with vocalists like one-on-one um nice which has been nice yeah and it kind of it 
it pays better <laughs> both in like money <laughs> and in like just fulfillment because you get to see somebody grow and work with them and build like a relationship and and so that's been nice um so i don't know i'm i'm gonna experiment with different money making things and as far as music goes but you'll you'll be you'll see me with soundcloud bangers like they'll be there love it dude Perfect. yeah well, uh, dude, I, I, real quick, I just had one last pressing question that I, I just got to ask yeah, you, man. Absolutely. I mean, like, you've you've opened up for big names. You know, we're talking Quicks. We're talking Loud Pack. I believe Getter. Getter as yes. well. Wow. Dude, fucking awesome. Can I, can I just ask you, like, if there's one guy that, like, one of these artists that you feel like was just the nicest person in the world, who was it? Ooh, nicest At, person. Out of any of the artists. Nicest out of, out of any artist. of the artists. Um, okay, well, Quicks was real nice. Um, but, nice. uh, I didn't speak to Getter. I don't get to speak to a lot of them. And, and when I do, it's kind of yeah. just like in passing, it's just like, yo, yeah. um, but the, the coolest guy, um, Montel 2099, man, he was Montel 2099. Yeah. He, huh. he was really, really cool. He, I opened up for him and Luca, uh, Luca Lush. And oh, dude, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. That was, that was a great show, but man, Montel was so, so encouraging, and like nice. really cool he came up behind me at the end of my set and like he encouraged me to play my last song out and then he looked down at the cdjs and it was my remix of um um all falls down by by run it and he was like oh my god you you made this and i was like yeah man i did and he was like dude wow like holy shit like started like vibing and like dap me up and was like bro like talk to right. me afterwards like let's you know let's let's chat and I, I didn't get to because it was just hard finding anybody in the venue after a certain time of course but yeah. um but it was cool. We linked on Instagram and stuff, and he was just like really cool, and and uh, so that was definitely my 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 my, my homie <laughs> Montel was cool. Right. Uh, honorable mentions. Let me think of a couple because they're because everybody. It's really nice. Like you definitely take note of when people are nicer than than you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure like everybody is like nice, and but I just feel like I, I, if there had to be people that stood out in your yeah. mind, I'm sure there were a few. Yeah, de- yeah. definitely Montel. Um, Wooly was really cool too. Cool. He like oh, nice. yeah. He like took the time to be like, "Hey man, my name's Adam. Like, how you doing?" Like, shook my hand and stuff. Like, it's it's the simple stuff like that that you don't you don't always get, and I don't expect it either because it's like it's it's like they're it's like they're on the job. It's like they're they're, they're shift at yeah. Walmart or whatever. Like, they're like, I don't want to fucking talk. Like, I'm here to work. Like, whatever it is, I understand that mentality if they have it. You know? Yeah. All right, dude. Is there anything else that we missed before we wrap up this artist spotlight? <sighs> Nah, um, not really. Other than like, if you're an artist, um, bass music, hip hop music, vocalist, whatever, literally anything, um, and you feel that I could help you in any type of way, just DM me at Gurf Music on like any platform, um, and I got you. My time is the people's time, uh. So just fucking love you, yeah. Man. Just hit me, love like you know what I mean. Awesome. Like that's, that's all so I cool. want, just to help out. Yeah. I think that's I the it. best closing statement out of anyone that we've yeah, talked to so wow. far. That was awesome. <laughs> did you did you have a good time though? Did you enjoy being on the show? Yes, bro. I, I've I've been uh, nice. I've been looking forward to this all weekend actually. So this was really yes. sick. Awesome. Thank you, dude. Thank you seriously, man. Thank you so much for joining us and just spreading your your positivity and also for fostering this community of, of creativity and like just overall being an upstanding dude. I mean, I've I've heard even before we did this episode that you're just a fantastic person, oh. but. Like I like it's here. Like the proof is right here in front of everybody. So, dude, thank you oh, wow. so much for your time. Thank Gurf, you guys. And uh, yeah, all right. We will talk to you soon. Can't wait to see what you do next, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is our fourth artist spotlight. 
with Gurf, and you can find all of his socials and a little bit more about him in our show notes, so be sure to check that out. But we will see you guys next week. Thank you, guys.